Hi, I'm Shivam. Hi, I'm Izzy. And this is Phoenix Chat. Where one of us can read. Which one? You, you find, find out. Hi, and welcome back to a, another episode of Phoenix Chat. Um, yeah, no, so, continuing right by where we, uh, left off. Unfortunately, uh, this episode, Juliet decided to make some normal, boring, plain wow. old standard decisions that what? didn't mess with anyone. What? I mean, this one was the episode you definitely just were like, uh, on your best behavior, right? I think it was... No. It's the one after this that you really, like, fucked up again. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> the one I was on my best behavior was, like, a couple weeks ago, okay? Where we, we I, I actually did a thing that helped the entire party. And then you fucked us over immensely and made me sob for 30 minutes. So, <laughs> past that, this is, like... This isn't that bad, I don't think. I kind of <laughs> put some things in here. <laughs> to clear the air here, and to acknowledge the incredibly tense elephant in the room, we had a bit of a uh, heart-wrenching session last night, and I think Izzy might be a little bit mad at me for some reason. <laughs> wow. Wow. A little? I sobbed. <laughs> For 30 minutes. 30. I had to mute my mic so you wouldn't listen to my horrid fucking crying. <laughs> she pulled me aside in a voice chat where we talked about this with some other people and then just kind of proceeded to yell at me for yeah. an hour straight. You deserved it. Okay, past that. We'll get to that podcast and you don't get to say a damn word. I will tell the story. <laughs> Moving on. Anyway... Back to what's happening. So, where we last left off, uh, Boondock's dad had possessed Juliet, and they had a really touching moment. And then, uh, Boondock's dad and the other ghosties left. Um, and left everybody there. And they went to the elevator that Mr. Saul had disappeared to. And for a while, we were all kind of arguing, like, should we summon the elevator up? That would probably be super loud and would tell them, like, oh, God, they're after me now. They were dead. So we decided, you know what? Let's not summon the elevator up. Just fucking head straight down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All of you just climbing straight down. It's, uh, it's a good thing, too, because, yeah, no, I definitely did have that plan. Like, if you summon the elevator, people downstairs were going to notice. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, but you all managed to just climb your way uh, down because, like, most of you are very good at acrobatics. Um, so, like, even if you had fallen, you could have just probably, like, slid down the, the ropes and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and, yeah, so all, all of you climb down. Um, and you come to an opening with just, like, um, it's, it's this big open room with a door near the back. And near you are, like, two gargoyle statues. And what did you decide to do immediately upon seeing these? Okay, so I wanted to see if I could, like, break it. <laughs> because Juliet's, like, a cat sometimes. And she's like, I want to knock it over. Why? Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I just, you know, I want to knock I, it over. I need to, guys. I, you I don't understand. <laughs> Knocks it over. Oh, wow. A tiny demon's inside that's already attacking us. <laughs> Hey, hey, Shiva. Yes. Can I can I steal the tooth? What? Yeah, I want to steal a tooth or a wing. Why do you want to fucking mutilate monsters? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, no. It was one of those things that played into my plan so goddamn well because like my original notes were just like the two monsters are hiding inside the statue and like uh, you guys are gonna hear some like monster noises when you like walk by on a passive perception check. Um. But uh, if, if you guys didn't, then they were just going to, like, ambush you guys and try to go for that surprise round. However, you immediately knocked it over and the demon just kind of, like, stumbled out of the fucking statue. Yeah. And the other one's like, ah, oh, fuck it, and also started attacking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, of course, you guys immediately murder them. And yeah, Juliet goes back to her weird fascination with just 
<laughs> Mutilating, Mutilating monster parts. <laughs> Do you have an end game in mind? Are you gonna like make a goddamn yes. full metal alchemist chimera out of it or what? Whoa, no, 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 no. <laughs> I have, I have a thing in mind. So, ba I have an idea. So, at the very end of this campaign, or at least like the midway finale of this campaign, I want to see how much shit she has collected. And based on that, her like I have personalized style points for me based on how much shit she has so she can make like possibly a really cool like armor set or something like that with the parts that she has. Ah uh, yes, monster on rules. Hey. Hey. Just, just let me hold on. Let me pull up her character sheet and I'm going to see how much shit she has at the moment actually. Hold on. Yeah, go ahead while I think up the weird and okay. wacky armor set you're going to make out of this. I have a cowboy hat. I have... <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a part of the armor for sure. <laughs> I have the tail and the mandibles of the antlion. Of course. I have those purple shell explosives. I have the cone that sucks the fat out of things. <laughs> I have a pair of Noel ears. <laughs> I have... What else do I have? I have poison. I have... Uh, tarot cards. I have incense. Man, I thought I'd have cooler things than that. I might start mutilating more things. <laughs> My bad. I'll, I'll try to give you cooler things to mutilate. Yeah, what the heck, Shimo? <laughs> My bad, my bad. <laughs> God. Well, actually, I lied. I do have a friendship bracelet of the uh, wyverns. Oh, of yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was good. Anyway, <laughs> continuing on. I'm sorry. Get enough way yeah. off track. Um, yeah, so you knock the thing over. Everyone then uh, fights it, beat it. Uh, Boondock eventually crawls down the um, elevator shaft. Um, you guys then continue onwards. And uh, I describe, though, as Hops' character has something very interesting happen to her. As Hops is toddling along, she suddenly hears a voice in her head. It seems to be this, like, very feminine voice kind of whispering something in, like, an angelic, almost sing-songy language. And uh, if Hops knew it was celestial, like, she might understand it, but she did not. Um, and as this woman, like, uh, says something to Hops in Celestial, um, she, Hops then hears a, like, a giggle in her mind, and she knows that, like, something has changed and she has some kind of new power. Um, and so Hops tries to channel and focus the power, and as she does, the rest of the party sees Hops's cheeks begin to glow. Yeah, it was it was weird. We were like, what the fuck is going on with Hops? And all of a sudden, she fucking on her cheeks and she becomes this giant beam of fucking light. And we're yeah. like, what the fuck? She, she opens her mouth and it's the fucking like, oh my god, fire my laser meme where she just fires yes. a beam of light at someone's face. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Her high beams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, to reiterate here, um, a couple of episodes back, uh, Juliet and Essen baptized Hops. They, they decided to stick her into the baptismal pool, and they heard, um, like, this angelic choir as, uh, Morgan accidentally sat in some keys. Um, and, like, it's one of those things where, like, it could have just been a very silly one-off moment, but, like, it was so fun to you guys, and it was so fun to just, like, hear that dumb little, like, story, um, that, like, I really wanted to make this an actual, like, combat ability that Hops could use. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so, once per long rest, Hops can now activate her blessed form, um, and Hops can either, uh, heal people, strike people with radiant damage, or fire a beam of light to blind someone. <laughs> yeah. In addition, Hops just also has the passive ability of, like, no, you guys don't need torches anymore because Hops can literally just, like, slap her cheeks, make a clicking noise, um, mm -hmm. and turn her cheek lights on and off. She has high beams and low beams. 
Yep. <laughs> so, um, the, the rest of the party continues onwards as Hops, being the two-year-old she is, just, like, is clicking the lights on and off and on and off and on and off. Um, yeah, we were all like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you have any, like, other things in character you kind of, like, were... Did you actually think of any, like, uh, um, as a character, like, thinking, like, oh, shit, did Hops actually get blessed? Is this gonna be, like, a big thing here? I, okay, I didn't know what the fuck was happening until, like, later mm. on. I was like, wait, her, oh my god, the blessing actually worked? <laughs> like, I was like, Essen and I aren't any way, shape, or form, I think, like, super holy or anything, like, um, near a cleric or, a cleric or something like that. So I was like, how the fuck? Did an alcoholic fox lady and some air genasi possessed by a god bless Hops into having being this like holy spectrum? Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh my yeah. god. <laughs> yeah, that was that was fun. <laughs> anyway, um so as she's going along, clicking her cheeks on and off. All of a sudden, we finally get to this huge open cave. Because for one, I planted the flower on Mr. Salt, so I knew where to go anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, fucking Hops shines her high beams straight at Mr. Salt, who turns around <laughs> like, really, guys? You couldn't be that, like, you know, sneaky? And we're like, shit, hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but it was weird, because as we were approaching, uh, he... There, there was like a portal behind him and we're like oh shit he's gonna escape and go through this portal all of us have to go stop him and he summons mm-hmm. like what like three or four zombies or something yeah there's, there's like a, a number of zombies that like spawn out of the portal at the uh, end of every round um as you guys rolled initiative and you guys realize like oh the portal is not for escaping it's for bringing things here <laughs> mm-hmm. um yeah so the zombies appeared but also like um Juliet, you could see that there was like these ghost things that were also appearing from the portal, and they mm. appeared to be like drawn to something that's further down the mines. Yeah. Um, yeah, so um, you guys then uh, had the big showdown with Mr. Salt. Um, Mr. Salt by himself wasn't very strong, but like um, the the fact that he could zo- summon like zombies just every single turn wa- mm. was making him kind of like strong, because like, you know, eventually he'd just uh, overwhelm you guys. Um, yeah, so, what was the plan you guys, uh, had again for, uh, closing the portal? I don't actually remember how exactly you did this. Well, we didn't realize that he didn't want to go into the portal because we were like, oh, he is just, um, well, no, Hops, uh, managed to grapple him or stun him or something, so he couldn't even move, so we were like, okay, he can't go through the portal. And then, mm-hmm. when I saw the ghost come out of it, I was like, uh, no, you said, uh, after everybody's turn in initiative... You're like, the portal has a turn, and that's when the ghosties came out. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, it's a thing. Oh. And I think somebody rolled perception or something like that, that there were runes on the bottom of the uh, portal. <sighs> Excuse me. Um, anyway, um, and we could just, you know, break, break the, the runes and something, and we could yeah. it, it would go down, and, and that's what happened. Um, I remember I during have... that fight, though, uh, I managed to scoop out Mr. Salt's eyeballs, but then right after that, mm-hmm. I got hit by one of his zombies and was also knocked out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. It was this really cool moment of, like, Essen deciding to go full, like, badass and, like, fucking, like, I think he just, like, didn't he scream out, like, your kneecaps are mine? Yes. <laughs> Before yes. shooting Mr. Salt in both of his kneecaps? Yes. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, that happens. Julia immediately pounces on top, scoops out the eyeballs, gets knocked out by a single zombie because Juliet's so goddamn squishy. And yet I play her like a tank. I know, I know. <laughs> I get it. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Boondock reluctantly brings you back up. <laughs> um, then you kind of like, uh, as you're kind of examining the body, you, you mentioned to the party, like, hey, Weird ghosty things were going like that away. Should we like maybe follow that? I feel like this, you know, dungeon isn't over <laughs> from the way the chiefum is implying all of these things. Okay, so yes, but before that happened, we we questioned Mr. Salt. Like after everything oh, was yeah, said yeah. and done, and we were out of um, initiative, 
we questioned Mr. Mm -hmm. Salt, and he managed to give us this tracking device to find the Oracle, which was our whole mission this whole time. And we're like, oh shit, nice. He also gave us the key to the library, I believe, right? The the key to his library. His library, got it. And we're like, ah! (laughs) Yeah. That was confusing because you guys are like, oh, we need to keep this key safe until we get to the Oracle's library. No, 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 I mean, like, his library, his own personal library. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, what, this is fucking crazy, because this this is why I say Morgan is the wild card, like, every single fucking session that we do. Because Morgan straight up asked him, like, did you do that to, uh, what was her name, Petunia? Did, or yeah. are you are you the reason Petunia is sick and doesn't get any like you know money or anything? And he's like, well, yeah, but I'm sorry. Th- 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 like he begged for his life, and Morgan just up and blasted him in the face, like no yeah. cap, point blank, <laughs> killed this man. And all of us were like, holy shit, Morgan. I think the wildest part too, like, didn't Morgan straight up also say too, just like, um, hey, if you like answer the questions, we might let you go, and like, yeah, uh, Miss Saltlove was like, like, okay, fine, fine, yeah, sure, fine, I'll go to jail, it's fine, uh, just mm-hmm. don't murder me here. And Morgan's like, fucking, yeah, no, fucking, fuck you, <laughs> I'm killing this. You're dead, yeah. God, oh that was God. such an intense moment too. We were like, yeah, holy shit, that was hardcore. Oh my yeah. God, good um, old Morgan. <laughs> yeah, no, so after you shook off the shooketh from that harrowing scene, um, yeah, that, that's when we realized, like, okay, time to go further down the mines here. Um, yeah, so two groups of ghosts had managed to make it out of the portal. Um, and, like, you know, th- this is actually pretty good. This is, like, the standards that I was expecting, because, like, uh, the longer you guys had waited and not stopped uh, the portal, um, the more ghosts were going to come out of it, and obviously, like, whatever was down there was going to get de- a lot stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so you guys then <laughs> head up into the next chamber. So, next chamber is this fairly dark open room, and you can see that there is the receptionist lady, um, who you first met in the mines who had the, um, the, Porn. um, Smite, but yes. <laughs> it's classy. It's classy. I'm so sorry. Um. <laughs> yeah, and so she was like attempting to run away from this like monster, which you guys could see was a gelatinous cube. Um, so the gelatinous cube eventually just like uh, absorbs the the woman, though. As all of you guys now need to figure out, like, okay, we need to hit the cube, but also get the woman out. Um. I think at that point, like, you guys kind of, like, skirted around the monster and just kind of, like, dodged a little bit until Mm -hmm. I believe it was Boondock, um, reached in and with his ridiculous athletic score pulled the woman out and just, like, all right, everyone Uh, start blasting. Yeah, Boondock, Um, uh, I think, I think they actually used their animated rope to, like, lasso the lady and then pull her out. And then we're like, Mm -hmm. ha, and then we killed the gelatinous cube. And we're like, hell yeah, we're so good at this game. Yeah, it was a super duper easy fight. You guys managed to kill it. No sweat, no problema whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you guys do, the woman like uh, is slowly gaining consciousness up again, just covered in the goo from the gelatinous cube. Um, and the woman reaches up to for someone to give her a hand up, and uh, you were like, oh, Juliet goes to help, and then uh, Essen's player was like, oh, Essen goes to help, and so I'm like, okay, which one of you is gonna help? And then you're like, oh, we'll both do it, we'll both just like, uh, go help, uh, yeah, teamwork. Um, yeah, and I so had both no idea you... what the fuck you were trying to like hint at, we were like, why can't we just both fucking help this lady up? Like, what's the fucking problem? We both are cool. We just saved her. <laughs> yeah. And so both of you reach out to help the woman up. And as the woman is uh, helped up, she stares into both of your eyes as you feel something being drained away from you. Mm-hmm. Um, and Juliet also, again, just at very, very low health, like, Touches Knocked this woman out. and immediately fucking hits the floor. Um, yep. Essen is just kind of, like, stunned in place. Um, Morgan immediately just, like, begins blasting and fucking, like, action surges and just, like, blasts uh, shot after shot into this woman. However, 
um, as like a Morgan Blast shot after shot into the woman, the the woman almost appears to be made out of like jello uh, or gelatin. As like um, the shots just kind of like they impact into her and they leave like the these holes and dents, but like um, they don't appear to. This doesn't appear to be like a, a normal body. Mm. Um, and the woman suddenly gets yanked up, as all of you can kind of see in like the the dim light. Um, there's like almost a string attached to this woman that pulls the woman back down into the shadows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so everyone's kind of freaking out. Um, Boondock heals Juliet, like, all right, oh, come on, up and at him. We gotta go fight this uh, monster that tried to trick us. And... Who are you people? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Better than that. It was Juliet uh, steps up and says, Who are you people in a British voice? <laughs> yes. So, some some tiny, tiny, like, things about Juliet. She is not from anywhere near Phoenix Heart. Mm-hmm. And, like, originally. And kind of forces an accent to hide herself. Her actual accent is very slightly British. Um, so when she gets up, she's like, who are you? Who am I? Like, freaking the fuck out, but in her normal accent, which I don't think they got initially. So I was like, yeah. mm, okay, okay, don't question it, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, same thing with that with Essen, um, also kind of like, uh, as like, Boonex, like, okay, Essen, uh, help me out here, I, I think Juliet's like, uh, going through something right now as Essen also says I have no idea who any of you people are um Essen and Juliet have fucking amnesia for helping a single NPC and Shivam wonders wow why don't any of my players trust any NPCs of mine hmm I how wonder how could this have happened how, how could this, this have happened, happened? <laughs> oh my god yeah um and so as, like, Juliet and Essen are, like, questioning the party, trying to figure out what the hell, like, uh, happened to where they are, um, the, the party's like, okay, um, they, they, uh, at least know how to fight, though, so we can just bring them into the next room and then deal with this later after we finish this whole, uh, business here. Um, as I mentioned, nope, Juliet and Essen have both lost all of their combat ability. Mm-hmm. However, um, you get, you did also notice one more thing. Because, like, Juliet kind of, like, uh, tried to introduce herself and realized that she had forgotten her own name. Um, but then Boondock said, like, uh, you're, you're Juliet. As Juliet then remembered, like, oh, yeah, that makes sense, and remembered her own name. So, um, the, if the party reminded you of anything, you would regain those memories instantly. However, Mm -hmm. they'd have to, like, kind of show you a little bit and kind of give you, like, specific details versus just, like, vague details. Um, and the more specific they were, the more of your memories you, uh, would probably regain. Yes. Um, yeah. And so, it was pretty interesting then, because, like, um, yeah, Morgan and, uh, Boondock had to strategize between themselves, like, okay, um, how do we teach Juliet, uh, and Essen how to, like, um, use their abilities? Because Boondock has never used a whip, whip or a katana, ever. Um, and even more specifically, Katanas are native to the region that you're from. They're not really native to Phoenix Heart and the western half of the continent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, so. <laughs> you know, that's a very good plot that you. Plot. Plot. What am I saying? That's a very good uh, thing that you brought up because why was there a katana in the middle of the desert, Chiba? <laughs> okay. Um. It, there wasn't really... I mean, it was an exotic magic weapon shop. Mm-hmm. But why <laughs> did it just so happen to be there? Because all of you guys needed magic weapons. I couldn't really think of a better way to, like... Here's, here's a better way to give you guys all weapons before you get to this big arc. Mm. It was... It, Man! This is... This is sus. sus because it's lazy DMing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could you could just tie it back into something cool later on. I will try, but like, <laughs> um, okay, yeah, uh, we'll see. Uh, I'm I'll, I'll I'll try and think of something. If if you're not totally satisfied with this free gift I've handed you, <laughs> it's it's not that I'm not satisfied. It's the it's just 
I will I'll make them sus for you. I no, will make them no, sus. No, you literally make I everything will have in this people, goddamn campaign sus already. I will have people try to take those weapons back from you. No, <laughs> you hold really on. Want. Actually, I have a good idea for this, but I'll tell you it later when we're done recording the podcast. Oh. <laughs> I do have a good idea. Um, anyway, okay, continuing. Um, yeah. Where so, were we? Yeah, you, you guys had to figure out we how to use a katana. Um, and so, like, um... No one actually really knew how to use a katana, and so I realized, like, oh, that's actually kind of bad because, like, I don't want Juliet to have, like, no abilities in this next fight. <laughs> um, so, I think Boondock uh, was just, like, you just up and smack him, and I, like, literally used my sword and tried to smack, weapon. yeah, to bludgeon things, yes, exactly. And the Essen who had a whip also tried to, like, bludgeon people with the whip. Yes. And it, like, yeah. it kind of worked, because it was almost a snap, but, like, not quite. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, however, the, the nice part, though, is that Morgan is a fighter, and fighters have proficiency with all weapons. Um, and so I kind of, like, gave Morgan a little bit of a hint. Like, you probably don't know katanas, but you would know at least being kind of a little bit of a weapon nerd yourself that, like, a katana is very similar to a rapier. Um... So, like, if you did, like, some rapier moves, then, like, you might be able to kind of, like, show Julia at least some of the ropes here. Um, and Morgan did so, uh, holding Juliet's, uh, purple ghost. Um, as he was holding purple ghost, though, the, uh, spectral katana appeared, uh, in his hand. Um, and Morgan got spooked by it and threw the katana, uh, the, um, the... Kunai. The kunai away. Um... And as he threw the kunai away, it suddenly reappeared in his hand, and Morgan got spooked again, and threw the kunai away again. And this happened a couple of times, and I'm like, okay, that's actually really good, because Juliet, you now know how to throw a kunai, seeing Morgan freak out. Yes, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Hops also tried to teach you some strategy by saying, like, well, I can do, like, healing magic by blessing people. And the by way licking Hops... them. <laughs> yeah, Hops <laughs> heals people by licking them. And so, Julia and Essen, assuming that's normal, began to- Didn't you all just begin to, like, lick each other or something stupid like that? We- we, like, licked each other's cheeks or something. I don't think it was, yeah. like, anything graphic or anything, but it was Ooh. just so fucking funny. <laughs> we're like, ah, oh, we're blessed, and yeah. I think- I think I even tried to bless Boondock at one point, and they were like, get the fuck away No, stop away it, from stop me. it. <laughs> like, get yeah. out the squirt bottle and start spraying- Mm-hmm. Okay, and like, I feel bad for betraying you guys, but also, holy fuck, was it super fucking funny to see Boondock, I don't want to have to talk to these people if I don't have to, <laughs> try to explain all your fucking weapons, and Morgan, I cannot communicate properly to another human being. <laughs> yeah. And then Hops. Be the leaders of this scene. And Hops, Hops is just vibing. Hops, Hops is doing is her best. Hops is doing her best. Yes, exactly. <laughs> anyway, so finally, I think... I think we didn't take a short... I think we took... This technically counted as, like, a short rest was everyone teaching yeah. uh, Juliet and uh, Essen how to use their weapons and finally, like, you know, get stuff. Because, like, you even said, like, you don't get sneak attack until you see it happen, like, once or twice. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Um, so then we finally decide to go to the abyss. Yeah. And as you head into the last room, there's this, like, um... Uh, I, I believe, actually, at first... Um, all you guys saw was, um, Legion, who was standing just in the middle of this, like, big empty room. And I think I kind of described it in a high perception check, that you could kind of see that, like, Legion was floating just- floating? But, like, just floating just, like, an inch or maybe half an inch off the ground. Not very mm. high. Um, and so, like, uh, y you guys were just kind of, like, confused as to why I described that detail. And I don't think anybody, like, fell for my, uh, trick there. Um, as you all kind of, like, scattered, uh, around. Um, and I think well, this, like, okay. let... I yeah, think, you, you had. I think this is what happened, because I rolled an Arcana check, because mm -hmm. she's kind of good at Arcana. And you said that, and, like, you said, like, her, like... The tips of her toes were, like, brushing against the ground, but it was, like, going through the ground. And yeah. Boondock wanted to just up and charge um, at Legion, and I was like, wait, 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 chill. Chill out for a second. Just mm -hmm. shoot her. Why don't you just shoot her? And he's like, oh, okay, that's weird. And we start dinking at her from afar. And then, finally, he showed why. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the floor that Legion was standing on was an illusion. As they can see this, like, just horrible pit of goo, and even more horrible was this weird fleshy creature that had this extended this long horrible neck with a skull on the end just rows of like sharp sharp teeth um and as it lets out this terrifying roar i'm like ah i can't believe you fucking uh didn't fall for it <laughs> because my intentional plan was like boondock's going to immediately charge fall through the illusory floor and be stuck in the goop pit with the horrible hydra uh, the sin hydra i believe you called it <laughs> yes yep but we didn't yeah. you didn't um big brains big brains <laughs> yeah so um all of you guys then decide to kind of like take uh, vantage points on the monster uh, as you're like, well, I can't like uh, hurt us from inside the pit, right? Um, he, as you guys gonna like surround like the, the ledges surrounding it and kind of like try and dink it from afar, um, the Sin Hydra then lets out like this horrible screech. And as it does, um, I believe like uh, most of you, except for Boondock, who is currently immune to fear because of like a ability we gave him um and juliet were all feared and had to immediately run as far away as they could from the monster mm -hmm. um legion was kind of standing there taunting you guys saying that like you know she had like uh, some other abilities she just couldn't wait to show you but in a second um and uh you guys continue fighting it um try to eventually get rid of the fear effects um Juliet, uh, I believe, tried to... You, you dinked at the, the monster, finally got your sneak attack back, but then yeah. he described it as like, well, Juliet's now the closest person to the monster, as the monster begins to just, like, lean its horrible neck right at you, right in your face. You can just hear, feel its horrible hot breath right next to you. Um, the no-no square. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> um... And as it just, like, has this weird, horrible smile at you, um, you had to make a wisdom save, and unfortunately you failed, so you're under the effects of a dominate person. Um, however, as you were immediately about to attack the party, Morgan fucking just started blasting, um, and I think it was Morgan that ended up just, like, firing shot after shot into the creature, uh, to break its concentration before mm. it was kind of, like, stunned just in front of Juliet. And I think, is, is this the point where you got the kill? Um, kind of. So, while, I think, yeah, while, uh, Morgan was shooting at it, uh, the, the Sin Hydra took over my body, and I remember you describing that my, my head, like, turned to look at Essen with, like, a creepy smile, and Essen was like, Oh my god, what the fuck? What's going on with you? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then Morgan broke its concentration. I went back into my body and I was like, You motherfucker, don't do that again. And I decapitated the goddamn thing. Yep. <laughs> and then oh and god. then with my bonus action, I think I tried to throw the head at Legion, but like my strength isn't that good, so it just kinda like plopped into the goo. But it yeah. was a thought that count. Yeah, but then you try to flick a kunai at Legion. I did. And you flick the kunai at Legion, and it didn't hit, so Legion, without even looking at you, just catches it in the middle of the air. And you wait for the kunai to return back to you. But it doesn't. It does not! Because Legion's um, a bitch! And Legion reveals the purpose of this creature. Well, the purpose of this creature was to steal people's memories so that she could steal their powers and here was the real horrifying part she now had all of uh juliet's powers as legion flicked the kunai uh at boondock i believe um then said you know what <laughs> oh my god i forgot about this part she flicked the kunai at uh, boondock had sneak attack uh up um got the sneak attack off then uh said like you know what would be real good for like a good rogue to do use their abilities as they used whales from the grave against you i believe yeah um and for reference juliet's a phantom rogue uh whales from the grave is the signature ability of the phantom rogue yeah 
Izzy yeah. has never used it. Okay, I'm sorry. I forget what things I have, okay? <laughs> like, I'm Candy Dodge. Mm. Man, that would have been such a good thing to have last You time. have, like, three moves. <laughs> you know you have, like, three moves. You know I don't make you remember sneak attack. One of those moves is stab. The other move is flick someone off. Yeah, and? <laughs> that's, that's what she has. That's what she has. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but, and in case you're wondering, no, one of the major villains taunting Juliet into trying to remember her main ability did not, in fact, cause Izzy to remember her hey, abilities hey, any better. <laughs> I remembered some. I remembered some. Yeah, you, you remember like two remember out of your like, three abilities now. Okay, alright, hey. Eventually, I'll get there, but for now, I'm gonna look at it tonight and try to remember for next session. <laughs> if I am there for this next session, we'll see. I swear to God, you're gonna get to like ninth level and finally remember the rest of your abilities, but then you get a new ability that you just have no idea how I'll to use. I'll forget that one. <laughs> <laughs> I can already sense it. You know what? It's baby steps, okay? Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, so, uh, you, you flick the, the kunai at Legion. Legion taunts you, uh, uses sneak attack and wails in the grave, and says, oh, but the, that's not all, as they use a, uh, brand of castigation, which is one of Essen's Bloodhunter abilities on, I believe, Boondock. Um, and they say, like, honestly, it was really, really nice of all three of you, though to give me your gifts. And as you guys are counting, like, wait, three? You realize it's not just Essen and Juliet, it's also the god in Essen's mind who got his memories stolen. And that's yeah. right. Um, <laughs> Legion now has the exact same powers of the Kirin. <laughs> wow. So mm -hmm. great. Can't yep. you just hear the enthusiasm in my voice? I'm so yep. excited to fight Legion. <laughs> ha ha um, ha. Yeah. So some more rounds continue. You guys dink at Legion. Legion's healing most of the damage off as she says, like, ooh, but watch this ability that I can do now. As she summons a Guardian of Faith, which is a fourth level spell that's very exclusive to uh, paladins and clerics. Mm -hmm. Um... And as she does, Essen fucking loses his shit, just being like, holy shit, you are not, like, a, uh, one of, like, the d divine messengers of the gods. You have no right to yeah. um, summon that kind of thing. Um, as Legion just kind of just goes blah, 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 whatever, whatever. Um, Didn't Legion also turn into me at one point, too? Yeah, just, just like, to show uh, that she could. <laughs> yeah, that was so shitty. I was like, dude, why? <laughs> It's a good thing that never became relevant ever again. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh we'll get to that. <laughs> when it comes we'll get near. to my sins. We all oh, just you wait, you Anyway. <laughs> oh my god. I think um, after that she uh uh she kinda got bored with us. Yeah, and teleported off as all of you guys are like, Motherfucker, she can't keep getting away with this shit. <laughs> um, as, uh, but however, three of you were still in the range of Guardian of Faith. Um, the thing about Guardian of Faith is that uh, if you guys decide to move um, in the range of the spell, um, you're going to take damage. Um, like, a decent amount of damage. And so, it was honestly this, like, pretty tense, like, negotiation sequence as like um um <clears throat> boondock and essen were both on like very low health um and so they both had to figure out like okay how do we both get out of this without like um triggering the guardian of faith and both going down here because like uh boondock's like one of the only healers um and so what uh i, I believe you guys ended up doing was that um essen decides to take the hit by doing a pretty clever plan if Essen grapples Boondock um, and decides to move Boondock, then uh, Boondock isn't technically moving, which means Boondock wouldn't technically take damage from Guardian of Faith. Um, so 
Essen decides to grab Boondock and take the hit going down as Boondock immediately brings him back up as all of you guys regroup. Um, but honestly, like, eh, I mean, not, not a bad session. Like, uh, you guys managed to defeat Mr. Saul, you defeated the weird Sin Hydra, um, and I was also going to imply there, like, I, I don't think you guys quite got the implication there because I didn't get to use one of his abilities, but, um, the Sin Hydra is one of, like, the main things that's, like, creating the necromancy creatures and, like, empowering yeah. them, so, um, yeah, so t taking that down is going to really help out Hope's Landing. Um, but as you guys realize, you guys need to head back to Hope's Landing, so as you guys, like, recuperate, you all rush out the mines trying to get back as we ended well, the session there. Well, before we ended the session there, we oh, no, no, also, wait. like, yeah. yeah, we stopped by Mr. Salt's office because we are like, oh shit, maybe he was hiding something else too. So we go in, because um, he gave us the key, and we got into his safe, we got um, materials for Morgan to upgrade everybody's weapons, um, 800 gold each, and Boondock was even like, I don't know about taking this, and I'm like, please, I want gold it's nice we just like saved your fucking town we should be able to have this um i think there was a reward or something like to you know stop the thing of that's hurting hope's landing and that's why boondock was like okay i guess you guys can have the gold and we're like hell yeah um mm -hmm. and then hops was digging around in the trash can as she does and she found a lemon that smells like chemicals and we still have no idea what that does and uh, mm -hmm. we were uh pilfering around through mr salt's office and we found a pair of glasses that didn't fit anybody's face, so we gave it to Hops because we're like, ah, here, have some, have some glasses. Yeah, the thing is, like, as we kind of slowly realized, I'm like, wait, Hops is player. Um, yeah. So where, where are the eyes of Hops? Because like, if you look at a frog, the eyes of a frog are on the, the side of its head, and so we all kind of realized that like. No, these glasses made for a human just wouldn't really work for Hops because Hops' vision is askew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. <laughs> um and then It's a really cute image though. <laughs> it is. It is very cute. Because her eyes are on like on either side of her head, and, like these things are just like, you know, <laughs> just tiny little oh, circles. Nose. Um <laughs> And then we found documents of Mr. Salt's plan. So basically, Mr. Salt was going to just, you know, take over Phoenix Heart um, with his, like, undead army. And we're like, ha, get fucked. We already killed you. Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, and then we yeah. found a ledger. And uh -huh. we never fucking brought it up again. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it definitely didn't have any sort of, like, weird plot hooks or anything like that. Nope. Or any sort of information on, I don't know, one of the characters' backstories that you guys haven't quite heard some <laughs> enough information about. Nope, not at all. I have no idea. Weird, wild, wacky. Completely out the window, yep. Oh my god, yeah, so... <laughs> looking forward to talking about next week where we can talk about uh, Juliet's crimes. <sighs> when um, doesn't she commit crimes? Yeah, and I'm just gonna say, was this probably one of the worst things Juliet's done? This probably is the worst thing Juliet has ever done. Mmm. Ah, uh, yeah, so that's gonna be a real this fun... Is, this is the top tier of mm -hmm. of the of yeah. a campaign of Juliet. Ugh, the total down spiral of her life. Mm -hmm. ah, good um. times, good times. <laughs> but let's wrap things up with uh, some quick questions here. Okay. Um, yeah, so... Gr uh, yeah, I think I actually mentioned it, like, at this point in the campaign, like, um... At this point, you guys are starting to kind of make a name for yourselves as adventurers, but, like, you guys didn't really have a group name. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> you guys tossed around some ideas, if you want to explain that. We were trying to think of something with, like, the number five, because there was five of us, and I was like, well, what about, like, uh... The only one of us can read, because... Literally, we all think it's Essen who can read, which actually is really fucking surprising. Juliet has the highest intelligence out of the whole fucking group, which shocks yep. the shit out of me. <laughs> she just chooses not to use it. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, well, what about Order of the Oracle or Order of Odyssea? And we were like, oh, Order of the Oracle sounds cool. But then we're like, wait, what if the Oracle's a bitch? And I'm like, okay, so we're going to write not this Oracle, but a cooler Oracle. 
<laughs> a cooler oracle. Or we already made the shirt, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh um, my god! And I think <laughs> I think we finally settled on just the five. The five what you may ask? We don't know. The five tadpoles, the five idiots. You know, you can just pick and choose. The five. Oh my god. I also really like how none of you have actually said this in character either, so like, it's just like, all of you, it's, it's in your heads, but like, it's just not in the world at all. We haven't really thought, of, like, we haven't really come across like a, a situation where we had to call like, ourselves as a group yet, you know, the five. That's fair. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, so, man. we're the five. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, other things... Oh yeah, we got some questions about like the so um when we first made Juliet's character, I think you mentioned to me that you wanted uh, to be a tabaxi but reflavor it to be a kitsune. Yes. Um and then I just told you like uh oh hey, let me just look up a kitsune homebrew race cuz like this is a homebrew campaign. Like I'm not against uh, using other people's homebrew stuff. Right, um, right. Yeah. I I looked up some like um uh, kitsune like homebrew races though. I'm just going to say it right now. The ones that are out there are either really weak or really strong. Um, I, I managed to, to find one that was kind of okay, but I had to, like, buff it. Um, because really, like, the only thing about the race was that, like, you could turn... Excuse me. Um, into a fox, and... I mean, it, it's alright, um... But, like, foxes are, like, really weak creatures, and as soon as you hit zero hit points, you immediately turn back. Um, and even if you try to, like, deal damage as a fox, the highest- you literally deal one damage as a fox on any of your attacks. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And, like, there was sub-races with that, uh, homebrew thing that was, like, um, if you attack as a fox, you can disengage, uh, as a bonus action. It's, like, What's the point of that? Like, if you're gonna do one damage, what's the point of transforming into a fox and attacking people? Right, um, right. Yeah. So, so I was looking at some other sources, but like the other sources were even more insane because it was like, um, uh, every two levels you basically get just like a full list of like spells and like, um, you you get like two spells every level. So like at ninth level you get eighteen extra spells, and so that was like, yeah, no, I don't think I want to give you fucking like. Six level spells by like level nine. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So eventually, I decided to combine the ideas of just like um the the fox form with like the innate spell casting and kind of make like my own twist on it. What um you still had the ability to turn into a fox and you still got uh, extra proficiencies, an extra proficiency in deception. Mm. Um, but with that, you also gained three spells. I believe it was produce flame because fox fire. Right. Um, it was Charm Person and Phantasmal Force. Yes. Uh, yeah, so it's all about, like, trickery and, like, you know, you using, like, your, your wiles and your charms in order to, like, uh, help injure <laughs> people. My charms. Your charms. My oh charms. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> my, my, my charming personality to try and seduce men by scaring the shit out of them. My charms. <laughs> How the fuck did oh Essen decide this fox lady? I like this one. What? Out of <laughs> this alcoholic fox lady who like fucking intimidates people? Hell yeah, that one. Like, <laughs> you know? Oh my god! Just makes it makes you scratch your head. Like the opposites attract, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we all know Essie can do better. No. <laughs> oh, damn, dude. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna lie, though. With them being together, it really has made the two of them actually grow up a lot more. Especially Juliet. Mm. I'm not gonna lie. Like, yeah, she's fucking impulsive and stupid sometimes, but honestly, ever since, like, they've, you know, been more of a thing, they mm. think more about, like, how can this affect the other person? How can this affect all of the party? Yeah, to be it's completely a lot of fair. that, which, yeah, which is actually really good and absolutely love that angle, which is why, like, again, relationships are a very tricky thing to do, like, in a in D&D, &D. um, mm -hmm. but, like, 
this adds so much to your character because like uh it's not just about like um what you think at this point it's also about like uh you have to kind of consider what does essence character then think about Juliet doing these actions mm -hmm. um are they going yeah th those kinds of things and also with that um uh Essen and Juliet both decided to baptize Hops and become Hops' godparents yes um and that's also probably going to be like a big growing moment for Juliet where like um it's gonna be really interesting to think about what I think, like, because like Juliet's background and like the the parenting that she had. Um, how does oh, Juliet shit. then become a parent? Yeah, that's a really good question. Yeah, Juliet was grown up in a very bad environment. I'll just say that for now. Um, uh, so like a not not just environment, but her mom specifically was just horrendous to her. So her mm. having to be a mother herself. Ugh, dude, like, I, ah, I don't like to think about it, because I'm like, dude, I don't even know, because she's like, she doesn't even have any siblings to share this burden with either, so, like, it's hard to think about, like, how, how would she help Hops as a mom? Honestly, she's yeah. not doing that bad, but, like, yeah, let me give my yeah. goddaughter smut. <laughs> <laughs> let me give my goddaughter smut, and also, like, there's, there's tiny little character mo moments that, like, Hops as a player likes to throw at you guys, um, like, for example, Hops is literally, like, two years old, um, and so, like, you guys have been in, like, dangerous situations, and you guys have seen bodies before, and mm -hmm. so Hops' player is, like, um, uh, Hops is gonna ask, uh, her godparents, what's death? And, like, God. <laughs> you, okay, I'm more mad that nobody else fucking chimed in. Essen didn't chime in, Boondock didn't chime in, nobody. I had to fucking explain that shit to Hops. And I did awful. And I blame all of you for not helping. And then she fucking turned it Wait. around on you later, Shiva. So I was like, yeah. good. Also, how was, it, how was it my fault initially? Was I supposed to chime in as the dead body? Actually, yes, miss. Actually, I am alive. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> yeah, just have the dead body speak, and you guys are just going to be totally chill and fine with it instead of shooting it yes. on sight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, at least, at least Hops would have understood, oh, it's dead now, for real, because we shot it. I'm like, yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, stupid. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> uh, do you have any, like, so, we, we just kind of, like, go into it every Sunday, but do you do anything, like, warm-up things for, like, roleplay or anything like that? I think it just depends on the character that I'm playing. So, we're currently, both of us are in two campaigns together so with Juliet I don't really need to think much about like how I have to act or anything I, you don't need to think no I don't need to think <laughs> I literally all of the impulsiveness and alcoholism in me just comes out <laughs> like okay actually I will say I do have a ritual before we start I actually do drink every single time we play so that way I get in the mindset of Juliet not like heavy is it always a very anything. specific drink no, it's just it's just a single like alcoholic drink or something like that, okay. like like a Seagram's <laughs> or like you know a rum and coke, so, something light, obviously. So I know yeah. what's happening. I'm not fucking drunk on this or anything. <laughs> yeah, is it just shows up every single weekend, just like just drunk half down a bottle of vodka? Let's fucking do this, y'all. <laughs> yep. Dude, no, if I was drunk, my Hispanic accent would come out so bad. All of a sudden, fucking Julia Arriba out here, like... <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. No. <laughs> um, um. For Nina, though, Nina is the human paladin that I have for our Fantasy High uh, campaign going on. I have to think in a completely different mindset of rather than Juliet, like... We did our first campaign, our first session on Wednesday. Holy crap, it was hard because I couldn't swear. <laughs> I I literally had to stop myself three different times from swearing because Nina isn't like that. Nina is a very soft, like, very nice lady. And she also has, like, a weird Russian accent because I yeah. suck at accents. Just, just I'm glad Nina's I can though. be the stupid chaotic one getting us all into trouble now. God. <laughs> God. <sighs> yeah. God. 
I can't believe yeah. a fucking fire warlock is in a goddamn tree. <laughs> fire chicken. Oh man. Fire chicken. Um, you know, with the with your like, what your himbo English accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I literally have one other quote unquote accent that I do, and it's just kind of a it's a himbo voice that's just kind of like this, and like <laughs> so it's, it's not really a voice. Um, yeah, that's Sprout, but, like, that's also the voice I do for my other character, who's, like, this, um, uh, fucking 16-year-old dipshit who <laughs> recently came into cleric powers. Um. Is this a here? Uh, no, 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 this is, uh, Flappus, uh, from <laughs> my, my Steven Universe campaign, yeah. He was named by a very pragmatic, um, uh, Pearl, um, mm, so his gotcha. full name is Flesh Lapis. Oh my god. Shortened to Flappus. <laughs> oh, yeah, keep Flappus. God. Oh, it's <laughs> so uncomfortable. <laughs> Boondocks player is never. I'm never allowing Boondocks player to name anything ever again. <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh my god. Um, But yeah, no, it's just kind of like this himbo voice. And like, I was trying to do like Malik. Like, Malik's definitely got like a British, like, bard voice. And mm -hmm. so, like, I was trying to do a bard voice, but like, the, the dumb himbo things I kept saying just made me want to kind of break out into this kind of <laughs> voice here. <laughs> and like,. It just kept slipping out between the two. It, it's extremely bad, but like, uh, hopefully, it'll eventually get there, or just eventually. like, yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe it'll amalgamate. I think once you slip into the mindset and once you slip into the role of a certain character, like if I were to talk like Nina right now, I would sound like this, and I would talk in a different, very simple terms to speak as mm. how Nina would speak. <laughs> oh man, um. You know, but uh, getting back to the question of like warm-up things for roleplay, um, what I also try to do just like uh, when I prepare sessions is like I, I try not to start sessions with like the fucking bombastic like uh, big things happening if I can help it. However, you know, just because of like we, we only have a limited time to play every single week because like people have like work and stuff like that in the morning. Um, How dare people have lives have outside to... of Dungeons and Dragons? How dare they? How dare they? <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, because they do, um, we, we do need to, like, break at, like, some awkward moments occasionally, like, last session and this session. Yeah. Mm. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I, I try to, like, have, like, just a nice easy thing where, like, people can kind of get into character and, like, you know, in a hopefully more lower stakes environment. Um, and then, like, near the end of the session, that's when, like, hopefully things start ramping up to, like, the big, like, reveal that I want to hit. Um, and then I leave you guys in that big cliffhanger moment. Wow, we love it every single week, Shivam. <laughs> Especially last session. Hmm. Hmm. Yep. Eventually, you will all know what I am talking about. If you check my Instagram, actually, right now... You'll see what has happened. Ha <laughs> 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 So, b before Izzy flies into a blood-curdling rage at me, uh, should we end this thing? <laughs> I guess we can, unless you want me to fly into a blood-curdling rage. Okay, so thank you all for listening to another episode <laughs> of Phoenix Chat. Um... <laughs> Links in our. If you want to support us on uh, Patreon, that would be the best way you could possibly do so. Links in the description. Or um, help Shivam's hospital bill as of coming <laughs> soon. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, l let us know if you have any uh, questions in the comments below or uh, hit us up on Instagram. If you also check out our Instagram, you can one, see the post that Izzy was talking about on her Instagram. Or if you go to the official Spicy Velociraptor Instagram, we currently still have a Juliet uh, Draws Near Style uh, coming up on, through the end of March here. Yes. Um, yeah, so yeah, be sure to enter that because you're doing like a raffle then for um, commission Commissions. And, yeah, so you can get some of Izzy's very lovely art uh, as a reward if you enter. Um, but yeah, so, and uh, if, if I go missing... Izzy is the first suspect. 
the f- That's fine with me. Hi guys, it is now just me on this podcast, just talking to all of you by myself in my room with my cat beside me. Shivam, I have no idea who that man is. He's completely gone. <laughs> I have taken over Phoenix Heart, the campaign. I am DM now. I am also Juliet. I am also Sprout. Every... <laughs> I've just taken over. <laughs> All the himbos. They're mine oh. to control. <laughs> Phoenix chat. Yay. 